You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. Well, hello, everybody. (laughs) Bing is for doing... And here we are doing another After Buzz TV episode of our favorite show, Dexter, Season 7, Episode 6, Do the Wrong Thing. I would love to do the wrong thing. <clears throat> you do do the wrong thing a lot. <laughs> I, I'm Sean Overman, your host, and I am joined by my awesome co-hosts. Hey, I'm Stephen Lemieux, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host. <laughs> hey, I'm JJ Jorgen. <laughs> And you are joined. Oh, boy. And I'm joined by these two lovely guys. We're Anna is sick today. I miss you, girl. I could have used you here tonight. We love you, Anna. <laughs> we already miss you, Anna. Your presence is missed. It is. So, uh, we're going to be talking about so much stuff today. It was not a very uh, Deb and Dex rich mm-hmm. episode this time. So, we're going to be talking about Hannah McKay and Dex and what's going on with them, their crazy Ooh. relationship. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of spoilers if you're listening to this podcast, so please listen to it later on yeah, if I've, you haven't watched the show yet. Yeah, definitely. I, 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 spoiler alert! <laughs> I, I feel, spoiler alert! Our, our poor engineer who's who's controlling all our cameras tonight hasn't seen the episode. We're going to totally yeah. spoil this for him. Uh, poor guy. <laughs> yes! is that That's Martin, right? That's Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, Thanks for Martin. joining us, Martin. Yes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about, of course, Dex and Hannah, like I mentioned. We're going to talk about this new character, Sal Price, who we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Anna was right on the money with her little research there. We'll, of course, talk about La Guerta and her discovery of the potential reoccurrence of the Bay Harbor Butcher. We're going to talk about Quinn and Isaac and Batista and their side roles and what's going on with their plots. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Yes, lots of good stuff. Let's open it up by um, talking about Dex's kill, Dex's stalking right now with Hannah McKay. Yeah. And what do you guys think about what's going on with that, man? It clearly, obviously, this time it really opened up. Uh, uh, James Remar, uh, Harry, he's there giving Dexter advice over his shoulder, a little Jiminy Cricket going on. And he's telling him, like, dude, you got, you're reaching, Dexter. What, what are you doing right now? So what do you guys think of that? I really like the way this whole cat and mouse with them, and, and there's so many, um, I, I, I just very intriguing the way Dexter was going after her, and then even when they do have their confrontations, how everything he says means something else, you know? <laughs> Seriously, man. And you don't, we don't know what's going through her mind, because it's mm-hmm. all Dexter, it's Dexter's show, it's his monologue, it's his internal stuff that's going on, and we don't know what she's really feeling. You know, is she stalking him too? Is she, mm-hmm. is she does she like him also? Who, who knows what she really but feels. But we also know that she's kind of onto him, you know, 
thinking that she is the killer as well because when he's eyeing the um, the purple flower, she yeah. looks back and you know knows he's there, and there's little gleams in her eye that we're, we think that she knows that he's out to possibly. Yeah. Well, I don't think she knew that he was out to Dexter her as opposed well, to, yeah. to M99 to, to, her. I think she was just she just knew that he knew, and she didn't yeah. like that. And I don't know if he was, like, going to try to – she thought he was going to blackmail or something. She just wanted to get rid of him. That's why it was so intriguing at the end where he reveals himself. And it's kind—it's of, a very – we'll get into what happens. But um, I must say, Dexter is getting sloppy, man. He, yeah. he is not going by the code. He is totally <laughs> abandoning this. You know, obviously. She fit the code. She did fit the code, but he's abandoning the code in. He cuts her. You know, we talked about it. It's a spoiler alert right now. Huge spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He he cuts her off the damn table. Come on, man. She is on the table, and she is then off the table. Oh, no, she's back on the table. She got up more. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Momentarily. Yeah, she and, she was And yeah. she got pinned back down on the table. They were having some fun mm-hmm. on that table. But they do give you a lot of like Hannah's background that you don't know too much about before yes. this episode. Because before it was mostly just Dexter. He knows about the uh the blood splatter analysis on the dress, so it was spatter. blood spatter analysis <laughs> on the dress. And it was uh showed like the smaller smaller physique stabbing the person. So he knew that Hannah was the murderer, but then things just kinda like they throw a lot of things at you, like they had a Hannah's husband who died at age 40 of heart failure. Then we have uh, this woman, Beverly Gray. Yeah. Kind of She was the, the last owner of the garden where she works out of the greenhouse area, plant, yeah. plant sales place, whatever it but is. But also Hannah's mentor. Yes. It's, it's funny how they set that up because you could just see it coming as they're like, oh, so how long have you had this place? About a year. Yeah. Oh, so what happened to the old <laughs> owner? Oh, she died about a year ago. Oh, well, there heart you go. attack. Oh, yeah. coincidence. Mm-hmm. So did your husband. <laughs> I oh, love co- coincidence. So did that one guy who took care of you at the group home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The halfway house that she went into right out of uh, out, out of, of uh, juvie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think of that whole uh, the whole scene between her and Dexter when Dexter's making small talk pretty terribly? Oh, that was so hilarious. <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny because obviously we know what Dexter's agenda is. Yeah. You know, he's stalking her. He's trying to extract intel and information from her. And she and it's such a weird topic to bring yeah. up, you yeah. know, <laughs> obviously. It's like, who would talk about, oh, so how did your husband die? And can you give me the details on that? Yeah. I think you yeah. killed him. <laughs> and I want to you know, judge if I can kill you too. Come on. But so great when she puts him on the spot and then his response is, I want to take you out. Absolutely. <laughs> Meaning, like, I want to kill you. Yeah, absolutely. But then it's like, she's like on a date. Well, that was, that was <laughs> Which a, was awesome. So funny. It yeah. was a good buildup because usually people, when someone's like, tell me the truth, usually people are just like, they lie. But when she's like, keeps asking, asking, like, tell me the truth. I want to take you out. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. and his yeah. facial expression, like, I just said that. Yeah. Like, on a date. 
all those. <laughs> so the first conversation very awkward when they were in the greenhouse, and then when you know that second one when they're well, that was actually the third one of the episode, I think. But once they get to that point where she's offering him the coffee, which is possibly poisoned coffee, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> that was that was hilarious, and the whole you know he, he puts it down. He knows, you know, he knows. And you brought something up, Stephen. Like he should have took a sample of the coffee. Yeah, but that would have been so awkward. Like, hey, I'm taking your coffee yeah, cup with you. Yeah. I I'll, I'll bring it back. I really, you know, I just I want to drink this, but I gotta go. I'm yeah. so sorry. So I'm going to drink it on the way. <laughs> I'll return your mug later. <laughs> I, I really liked how they filmed, uh, like, the whole, how they edited everything together in the uh, Dexter's apartment when she shows up. I don't think they could have put any more sexual tension between the two of them. Seriously. In the way they filmed the angles and the whole, like, oh, you don't see that, and she puts the plant down there. I totally thought she was just going to... Plant a kiss on Yeah, her. exactly. Like, yeah. the whole episode, you think she's going to do that. And they, I really like that because it led up to the end. Because, like, you know, we were watching the end, and, I, and you know I was just like, she better not die. She better not die. And, and my prediction was proved wrong, and yours, and you were talking about it the whole time. Like, dude, she's going she's gonna to live. And you, and you wanted her to, and she did. I wanted her to. I mean, I wasn't trying to prove your prediction wrong. Don't take defense. Oh, I am not hurt by that at all. Do not worry. But, like, literally when that, I was like, yes! It was a good kind of tease, though, because we all we've talked about in the last couple times, like thinking that they were going to have a, a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, said, and like w- when you talked about the scene when they were in her in his apartment. And then I said, as soon as Deb calls, I'm like, he's going to go back in the room. She's going to be naked on the bed. You know? <laughs> so it was like we kept waiting for it. And then it seemed as if it wasn't going to happen, which yeah. was that's why the, the end was such a good twist. It was a nice thought, Oh, and you're like, oh, I don't want to see her go yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you didn't either. You yeah. were saying that you wanted her to stay. It's because, you know, and, and I agree with you. There was a lot of buildup a lot of development in her story, mm-hmm. which which makes her harder to lose, and that's why I'm sure us as the audience wanted to keep her, and yeah. that's why the writers kept her around. Well, yeah. it's like, uh, what was his name? Uh, Buck, right? The, the the bull guy. What was his name? Oh, uh, Speltzer. Speltzer, yeah. It's like Speltzer... We we had him for, what, three episodes? Yeah. Two, yeah. He, was, he was around for... He, he was around was for long... Yeah, he was two around long enough to know everything kind of about him. He didn't yeah. really have any intrigue or mystery around him. He was him. so one-dimensional. Yeah, he was done. Like, okay, yeah, kill him. Uh, oh, that's a spoiler that's for a, a few time. earlier, but yeah. And then, like, she, though, like, when you watch her on screen, you're not sick of her yet. You're not sick of her. You're like, okay, well, what what's actually going on? Because you, you can't read her face. You can't really read what she's thinking. So it doesn't make sense to kill her that soon when you haven't found out everything there is to find out about her, when she's such a three-dimensional character that... I don't know. I just didn't want to see. I don't want to see a good character go when they kept looming around for a whole season. Yeah, we both we talked about this Lumen a little bit off. Yeah, because with Lumen, I was I always probably my only I wasn't a big fan of that casting, mm. and I was I was over her before you know before we saw her go. I mean, we, uh, but but with I mean, every Hannah, so- I want to see her around more. I want to kind of see how it develops, and yeah, I enjoy watching the character. Yeah, you you guys are right. Like everything you know, I mentioned earlier that you know Harry was saying. Dex, you're reaching here, you know, and everything was circumstantial. It still is circumstantial. He has no direct evidence. All it is is coincidental. He sees the the plant's been harvested recently, like maybe she's going to kill Dexter. But we don't see, like, if he tested that cup, you know, like you Mm -hmm. wanted him to, then he would have proved, like, okay, why is there toxin in here? Obviously she wanted to kill me. That would have been more of a direct link. But her, like, all that circumstantial evidence, him having the knife over her, it's really not enough for me to satisfy Harry's code, you know? Yeah. I mean, and of course he's got the attraction to her. What did you you think of her delivery of that line at the end? Because I really, like, I didn't, I didn't want her to die, but I didn't know how she would get out of that. 
and I didn't know what she would say after he took the duct tape off. I was like, give her another line, give her another line. He mm-hmm. takes the duct tape off, and I'm like, what's she going to say? Is she like going to say, okay, I did it? Is she going to say this? But like, even the way she said, okay, the line is, um, you got to do what you got to do. Even the way she said that was seductive. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, she, I was not expecting it. She yeah. did the opposite of what like 95, 99% of people on Dexter's table do is she didn't care. She was just like, you know, she was very confident. And a lot of people are not like that. Well, and I think she knows, I know, I think she knows how to use her sexuality and what to say to keep Dexter's, you know, obviously his intrigue, you know, he's, she can tell from the beginning, the first swab when he dropped it, that he, she has an effect on him. So I think she knew exactly what to do to make him. Well, she was with a serial killer, so. She had an effect on me. (laughs) I, I still don't know. Did she? It, it it boggles my mind. I don't know. Is she? Um, did she know Dexter was a killer just from his like his his motions? Because she was with Wayne, and Wayne was similar in the in the killing way. And I didn't know if she was just like attracted, and she can tell that people are like that. Maybe it's kind of a subliminal mm-hmm. thing, you know. It's like under the surface, you know, like you just like one killer sees another. Yeah. Like, I was, you know, going back to season one when Dexter's remembering how Harry died and uh, that, that nurse that he took out. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, he sees the killer, you know, but does the killer see him? We don't really know because we're, inter- we're not internally inside Dexter's monologue. We don't, we, oh, excuse me, the killer's monologue. We're not inside the killer's monologue like we are with Dexter. Yeah. I and mean, that's another thing that comes from the books. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the times of the books when you ever have another killer... There is that dark passenger. Like, they can see each other clear as day. It's like literally walking down the street and somebody having a big flag on their head that says, I have a dark passenger. And you, you, can't, you can't tell that in the show as much. Yeah, absolutely. It's like he, Dexter has, he has a sixth sense about it. Yeah. Right? So do, that's what that feeling was that Dokes had about Dexter. Because yeah. Dokes was a killer, too. He, not, not necessarily the same type of killer, not a serial killer, but he killed people. Like, you know, those black ops things that he did, like he referred mm-hmm. to in season two. Well, when he chased that guy off the runway and under the bridge and then shot him dead. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, under the causeway and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, so, oh, go ahead. Uh so the scene, I, I keep talking about the end of the episode because it's just such a... It is good. It was, I thought it, it was a pleasant surprise, to be honest. It, ha- it had a lot of good lines. It had a lot of, it had a good, it was set up very well. And I like the whole, are you up for some breaking and entering? And he's carrying a picnic basket with his kill kit in it. And then he, he, he set up a kill room in Santa's workshop, for, for Christ's sake. <laughs> that was hilarious. I mean, come on. That is, that is, there's nothing like that. I mean, there's nothing quite killing under a white Christmas. <laughs> well, well, something that's actually a really killer thing for you guys, our audience, to do is check out our podcast on iTunes. Go ahead and download us. Give us a five-star rating. Don't forget to rate and comment us. You know, we look at the comments. Uh, give us a five-star rating. Come on, guys. You know, we, we just want, we want to get up there and compete with our other shows here. Yeah, all you have to do is go to mm-hmm. iTunes, search After Buzz Dexter. You'll find us and subscribe. Absolutely. Tell a friend. You know, and uh, actually six days ago, we had a lot of comments on our last um, on our last podcast, actually on our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Shmeldi, Shmedli? Schmedley, he said, keep buzzing. You guys uh, got a frequent listener from Munich, Germany. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, uh, he's saying that our podcast is a definite must for those of you who are Dexter fans. And get that feeling of, of wanting to talk and share more about every week's episode. Wow, that's awesome, man. Schmedley, thank you very much. Es gefallen mir gut. Yes, yeah, yeah, that is good. Yes, we love Germany. Mm-hmm. 
anyway, so tell a friend. It only takes a minute, guys. Tell more than one. I mean, I, come on. Yeah, absolutely. I participate on there. I, I actually just commented last week. So I do that, too. Wow, we could yeah. go. <laughs> a whole week ago. A week ago. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about Sal Price and Deb. So what's going on mm-hmm. with them? Okay, so Sal Price. Uh, okay, Sal Price is like uh, we talked about him before on the last episode. He'd be the author who'd come in, kind of drive the stake into uh, Hannah, being kind of a very decisive factor. I thought he would be much more darker from what we heard about. I really thought that he was going to be someone who was after Hannah, like to get her after Dexter to get him. But no, it seems like he's really just only after the book because he knows she has immunity. He's just like, well, there's nothing we can do, but I, w- I sure as hell want everyone to know. It's like the whole, uh, like not to bring up anything but OJ thing. Like people knew, but people, there were still authors who wanted to write a book that basically sets it straight so everyone knows and stuff like that. So he was interesting. I, he kind of, it was kind of annoying at first when he Every other word was, so what about Deb? Yeah. What about Deb? Yeah. It's like, come on, like well, you're talking to the chick's sister. You don't want to, you got to be subtle at least, right? We know what's on his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Though it was a really funny conversation that they had when they went into, when he went into her office and he was like, I don't want to write the ice truck killer book about you. <laughs> so that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. It, was a, it was a good tactic. Even Deb noticed it could potentially be a tactic. Yeah. So how did you feel about his, like, their whole conversation, all their conversations or whatever? Well, I'm, I'm with you. I kind of wanted him to be, I think, maybe a little more intense. And I, I did find it kind of distracting that he was just so like, what about Deb? What about Deb? Um, I do like, I mean, obviously it's going to make Deb think about her uh, dating life and how, how much she gives to, to her job. And she's going to have another little... Yeah. Another inappropriate relationship. (laughs) Yeah. She has so many of those throughout the whole series. Yeah, we said between her and Quinn, you know, just. (laughs) She has a habit of dating dicks. (laughs) I mean, pardon my French, but come on. This guy's kind of, he's kind of a. And a oh, dick. Lundy was a good yes. guy. Okay, Lundy was a good guy. Yeah. Lundy was nice, but that was kind of creepy because he was like a father figure, man. Yeah, it was. She, Lundy was a Harry to Deb, kind of in a way. Yeah, and a bit. and then Quinn, Quinn's total dick. <laughs> I love Quinn, but I mean, after after this episode, I'm not a real big fan of Quinn because oh. that's just kind of like. I mean, you. He had a he had a great line where he says, uh, "I'm a good cop. I just like money." Yeah. You know, speaking of I'm Quinn, cop, I also like, yeah, yeah, that was that was a good line. I actually like that. Um, it, it shows his conflict, you know, between the cop life and and his like corrupt life on the side yeah. from that. Uh, but actually, uh, getting back to our iTunes listeners again and and YouTube fans, uh, we actually had someone DK four two three six. We talked about uh, the actor Desmond uh, Harrington and mm-hmm. how he's he he looks so different from when he just started on Dexter, you know, a few seasons ago. And uh, DK four two three six said. I think a lot of fans noticed how much weight Quinn has lost at the beginning of last season. Look back at the old seasons. He gets skinnier every season. And he says, I hope everything's all right with him. So I hope so, too. You know, I don't want I don't know what's going on with Harrington, but uh, he does. If you see before and after pictures, it's a it's a really stark difference. Yeah, he kind of stays out of the spotlight. Yeah, I mean, I I think he looks good. Do you think it's fitting for the character to to look like? Yeah, well, they are in Miami, so he's tan yeah, so and they, skinny. Yeah, I know, but I think if you look at, I mean, Deb, she's super skinny, you know, and she, she she's definitely changed a lot since uh, the first season. And I just think 
when you're on a, a show now, seven seasons, and you're in Hollywood, of course, you know you're gonna want to look good. You're gonna look <laughs> tan and fit. I, I don't, I don't. What, what worries me though is like seeing him in the whole evidence locker scene. Is like, do you see Deb? She still got the clothes look good on her. I mean, when you saw, when you see, saw, I saw, you see the whole body shot of Quinn in the in the evidence locker, and really his his clothing that like is the same shirt he's worn in previous seasons is like really baggy. I didn't think it was too baggy, actually. Yeah, I, guess, I, I think know. he looks yeah. good. I'm not, I, I guess I'm missing fine. out what everybody uh, else is. Uh, I actually like the shirt he wore. Very nice. Oh, shirt. yeah, it was yeah, a nice shirt. Very, very nice shirt. fit and trim, and I think he looks, he's looking good. Yeah, I agree with you, JJ. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will say, though, back to Quinn, because I kind of bagged on him last week because I said he disappointed me. And this week, again, I thought he was going to redeem himself when he took the money back in and said, I'm not for sale, you know? But I was like, okay. I just, this whole choice... I have, I have a hard time with the storyline because it's like, come on, you really yeah. you're gonna be that in love with a stripper who is tied to I'm the Russian mafia? Like, it's, oh my, come on, <laughs> you got it like really at his age at this point. Like, be doing the checklist of okay, is this worth dating? Did, how, no. How long like, has he been with her? No, and that's the thing. I don't even really buy a true like. I'm really in love with this woman that I'm really gonna sacrifice my whole career and go trash the case over a fellow cop. You know, I mean all that. Stuff. It just, yeah, I just for it ten did, grand. For, yeah, seriously. for ten grand. Like we said, that that amount would have to be a lot higher dollar amount. Yeah. and for he would probably disappear afterwards. You I, know, I, leave the state country. I, I'm just not buying that. I think Stephen, didn't you say how much was the amount that you said off air? I was like, get? he should get at least like a million so he can disappear. Hey, they're rich. <laughs> yeah, they're rich they heroin dip. Yeah, come Ooh. on. Yeah, I mean, Costco's. I think what kind of won Quinn over was the fact that he doesn't know that Isaac. Is after, well, I guess Quinn might even release him, even if he's after Dexter. But the fact that he doesn't know that Isaac's related to uh, the case between, um, why can't I remember Anderson? Yeah. Oh yeah, he thinks it's just. The, if yeah. if Quinn knew Isaac was related to Anderson, I don't think there's any way in hell he'd ever let him get off. But the fact that he doesn't know that, plus he thinks that, like, listen to what George said. I mean, the way Isaac sees it, he already did you a favor. He took out three of those bastard cartels. So it is yeah. kind of like Quinn's like. Oh, well, well, F it. It's just the dude who killed three cartels. He's going back to wherever the hell he's from. You know that. Yeah. yeah. In Quinn's word, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about LaGuerta and her pursuing the potentially reopening of the Bay Harbor butcher case. Mm-hmm. So um, she talks uh, She talks to Deb and, uh, you know, she's like, hey, I decided to look into the open cases, the barrel girls. They bring that thing up. And just that's just yeah. from two seasons ago, man. And it was just uh, it was really interesting to see how Deb has such an intense look in her eyes when she's talking to LaGuardia because she knows well, Dexter's probably yeah. behind this. And Dexter didn't reveal this stuff to her with the b- whole barrel case things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she, again, LaGuardia is, of course, confiding in the wrong person because she has no one else <laughs> to turn mm-hmm. to except for her LT. So what did you guys think about every, all that stuff that's going on with LaGuardia and, and, I, and Deb? I'm honestly surprised, like, looking back at the previous seasons, I'm surprised LaGuardia didn't confide in Dexter. Because there was that time where, like, her and Dexter seemed overly close. And nothing really got in between that too much. So I don't. it's kind of surprising that she'd go for Deb, who she's kind of been en- enemies with from the beginning, and not go to Dexter, who is the blood guy with a blood slide. 
Well, I guess she doesn't, it doesn't seem like she has as much contact with Dexter. She really liked him before. She had like an affection towards him. Yeah. She was coming Mm -hmm. on to him pretty much. Exactly. But that kind of like, that kind of faded out. But I'm wondering, I guess that's not there at all anymore because still going back, it's like a step to Dexter is more plausible than going straight to Deb. But well, I guess if she just doesn't see Dexter as like the detective type and I don't think uh, yeah i guess at this point she doesn't have that many people on her side women in power so she, yeah yeah it's a two mm-hmm. women up at the top the captain and mm-hmm. the lt and they're both they have to confide in each other that's all they do because you know it's a chain of command they're really close they're the upper echelon of the department mm-hmm. they can't she can't go to batista number one because he's he's lower they were they ha- yeah <laughs> <laughs> had a relationship they were husband and Ooh. wife and uh she you know those it's it's kind of like keep your friends close and your enemies closer so she's confiding in deb and they were enemies at one point and now she's trying to make her into a friend i think she does realize that deb is a you know was a great detective and is is good at what she does as long i mean she didn't like to admit that in the beginning but now she's captain i mean she can yeah she's like whatever now i'm good (laughs) yeah she did all her dirty work (laughs) (laughs) other women down the river before so now she can go ahead and confide confide in one i guess throw captain matthews out the under the rug I still don't like Ugarta, but she's not as annoying this season. No, she she is not. She yeah. is actually, you know, she doesn't have too many yeah, scenes. She at least I mean. has one scene or, you know, one, yeah, at least one scene every episode. And I feel like, you know, I'm all, like, we should talk about this in predictions later, but I feel like she might die. Mm. Hope so. This season. But, well, I mean, like every other season, she's always actively doing something against the storyline and actively pissing off everyone who's watching the show. I mean, you can't really fault her for doing police, actually doing police work like this time, though. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't... She's going after Dexter, but I can't hate her for it. Yeah. And I hate to not be able to hate her. Of course, because you know, <laughs> I think it's worse to see that she see that she would be such a poor detective and not let so, you know yeah. and, and yeah. let something like this slip away. Like she always has, she always has closed cases because yeah. of politics and whatnot in the previous seasons. So I, I think it's nice to see her pursuing something that actually matters. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, That's I agree. what I mean. Yeah, but speaking of stuff that matters, the ABTV that's at us at AfterBuzz TV, our fall lineup really matters and i love all the shows that we that we are covering this fall uh, from sons of anarchy to the walking dead uh doctor who was just on earlier tonight that's that's a great show too i've seen a few episodes of that and uh, some of the shows that you guys are doing are on tonight too right JJ, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a great six 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 show, uh, and there is also on Wednesday night Nashville, which is a good girls' night, and I know a lot of people are really liking that show, so and it's a fun one to tune into. And your fans can tune in and check you out on there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that is if they have an affection towards you. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen, where can people see you at? Well, they can definitely see me at the Dexter After Show because that's where they're seeing me right now. But I also do on Thursday nights at seven uh, Pacific Time uh, American Horror Story. And that's actually Ooh. getting real, getting pretty real, mm-hmm. real fast. Creepy. And you'll also hear my voice in random episodes of other shows because I engineer a few of them. 20, check out Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. I, I've seen one episode. I love that show already. Like, I've, I've engineered for two episodes. I, I've watched one episode. It is hilarious. I've seen some behind-the-scenes stuff from that show. Um, but what's really interesting to me is that that girl, uh, I don't even know the actress's name, but the one who's the bee, mm-hmm. right, with the dark mm-hmm. hair, the brunette, she, or, I, the first place I ever saw her was in Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. she was coming. Yeah, yeah. Jesse's girlfriend. Yep. Yeah, so that's so interesting. That's cool that she's got her own show yeah. now, and she's like, is she, is she like the star of the show? Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. She man. is the bee, but uh, that's a little off topic. <laughs> <laughs> that is far off topic. Well, let's go ahead and bring it back, though, yeah, to Dexter. To talking about, uh, yes, talking about our lovely Dexter show. And we, we mentioned LaGuardia Quinn. Let's talk about. Isaac Serko. So what's going on with him behind bars? Mm -hmm. He is a badass. You know, we were talking, I was mentioning to you guys off air earlier that I didn't realize he was the Punisher. And that's why he kicks so much butt. (laughs) He's still the Punisher. So uh, it's Ryan Stevenson, right? Yeah. So Ryan Stevenson, British actor. This guy was the Punisher in the previous Punisher Warzone movie back, I think it was 2008. So it was like four years ago. Yeah. It was a while ago. The most recent one. And he kicked but in that thing, like I didn't even watch the whole thing. I just saw the like a, a scene from it where he, you know in the beginning he just like kills the first like mob bosses or whatever. Man, that's why mm-hmm. he seriously he's like Punisher slash Terminator <laughs> in this show. He kicks so much butt. He's so intimidating, and he's got he's got more uh, charisma this time too. And I love it. That's that's why he's so cool. It's the gray hair. Yeah. It is the gray it's hair. It's the gray hair and the stubble. Yeah, he's. <laughs> Just he's just a badass through and through, and looks good in a suit, and looks good putting a screwdriver through you. Through, into your <laughs> I like eye. it too because yeah. he's just very calm and just very you know doesn't overact. Doesn't he? Just it's just fantastic because he just creeps you out. And when he pinned that guy's arm down in <laughs> this yeah. episode and twist, you know, you just wouldn't mess with him. Yeah, I mean, the, absolutely. The guy walks up with a shiv in his hand and literally like he wasn't scared at all. Yeah, five seconds after the guy sits down, I, I love the line is like you're blocking my view. A blank wall is a canvas to the mind. It's like, yeah, he's just contemplating ways to get out and kill Dexter and get exactly. after Dexter. <laughs> but, yeah, he changed that situation around pretty quickly. He but, absolutely did. Okay, we were all wondering this, and maybe our fans can tweet us at AfterBuzz to get us. Maybe we missed, like, a small something. I don't know. Where to get the phone? Yeah. Seriously, man. That was so funny. I brought that up with, like, what the? did? We, I actually thought both, initially yeah. that... Okay, we we saw the guy, the, yeah. the prisoner holding the shiv, and I felt like, wait a second, was it a shiv? Because it was just black, and we didn't get that much of a look on it. And it, and then he has the phone like right afterwards. Mm-hmm. But then you see him have the shiv in his hand, like Sir Isaac, when he's walking away, and then he grabs the phone as well. I thought they were the same thing for like a fraction of a second, and I was like, what? This well, guy? Did I was this right guy... there with you until we yeah. rewinded and we're like, wait, no. yeah. Yeah, thankfully we have DVR here. Yeah, Yeah, right? We'll still go back and see if there's something else we meant. But yeah, because otherwise it's a little that he just happens to have a cell phone tucked in his jumpsuit. It would have been interesting writing to see, though, because, like, they make a big deal about when the guy walks up, he sees the other gang members, like, looking at him and uh, viewing the conversation. So when he breaks the guy's wrist, takes the shiv, I mean, it would have been a very interesting ploy to have somebody on the inside of that gang Actually be the mule for the phone. Be the mule for the full yeah. phone. He breaks his wrist to keep up appearances. Yeah. But he it delivers the phone successfully because he's only been in jail. He has no friends there. He's in, no. He's from the Ukraine. He's in Miami, for Christ's sake. And the, all the Colombians are there. Yeah. And it's actually really funny because uh, he. It, it seemed to me like it was all a bluff. Everything yeah. he said to that guy was a complete... It was a poker face, and it was really well done. I was convinced. And then he talks to um, he talks to George later yeah. on with their, their phone conversation across the glass. He's like, you've got to get me out. Yeah. Pretty much, you've got to get me out of here. I'm not going to last very long if these guys like find out that I don't have that much backup. Because does he really? I think, I think he does, actually. Because remember, he wasn't so much scared when he says... Uh, he says that uh, you got to get me out of here. It was more like... Get me out of here before I kill someone and have to stay here longer. It's an inconvenience. Yeah, because he knew if he got in a confrontation that he was going to end up (laughs) killing them. And then they would have more reason to keep him in jail even longer. And now he's got a weapon. 
he does. He has a shiv. But and he has a cell phone that yeah. he puts in his nice little jumpsuit side left pocket. Yeah, yeah. very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So he was actually very angered that Quinn turned down the money when he found out via George. So, dude, what's up with that? Like, is does he want... Oh, obviously, we saw the, you know, the outcome of what whatever happened with that. But why is he so mad? Is it just because he wants... He, he just wants to because, get out, yeah, right? Yeah. That was his plan. His plan was to have Quinn botch the evidence and get him out because once no blood evidence, then circumstantial, just go for self-defense and it's done. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he, he seemed a little pissed. Do you think Katya's already dead? Uh, Katya? Nadia. Nadia, yeah. Yes. Do, you think, do you think Nadia's already dead? I, I think it's possible. Quinn calls her 50 times, he says. I called you about yeah. 50 times. I'm so in love with you. I'm so in love with the stripper. <laughs> and I'm she, in love with the stripper. And she's gone. Yeah. No, she, like, she, she doesn't yeah, she, and She's not have, responding. Like, Sorry. Quinn, have a- if she wasn't responding, like, have asked to, like, at least have proof before he went and stole I mean, we'll the, probably the find out next episode, but, like, yeah. still. What's the, so I agree with you, I mean, JJ. When yeah. he, like, I want to know that she's alive before I go and put my whole career on the line for you guys. Quinn seems to be a very poor detective Quinn, this yeah. season. Not so bright. Not, not just this season. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, it, they do use an, the interesting like methods of getting things out of people. Because, you know, uh, Isaac's whole story was they sent him to Siberia. He came back and that stuff. And this one is to get Quinn. They don't say, we're going to put a bullet in her head. They say, no, we're going to send her to the roughest sex camp in Dubai. And she'll last about two weeks there until she slits her own wrist. Like, it's, it's, it's worse. It's, like, more mental, you better do this or it's going to happen. Like, Absolutely. Because they don't seem like they're bluffing at all when they say stuff like that. That's the stick right there. They gave him the carrot with all the money. Yeah. But uh, the stick is, your girlfriend's going to die. Mm-hmm. Your stripper girlfriend, she's going down. Yeah. Sold into sex trade and slavery. Which, since you're talking about stripper girlfriends, was a funny moment with Jamie when she's, we hear her <laughs> complaining about Lewis at oh. dinner, you know, at lunch. That was hilarious. <laughs> and oh. she says, you know, dating a hooker, who does that? And, and, uh, and Angel just looks at her like, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, no, oh, God, yeah, it's so awful, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Freaking yeah. Angel. So funny. It's a funny little moment of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Batista, no relation. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like in the books, yeah. right? But he, does he ever say that in the show? No, they have not made that joke yet in the show yet. Um, I don't think they could now. Uh, well, not many people know who they're referencing when they say, yeah. hi, I'm Sergeant Batista, no relation. <laughs> I actually don't know what the reference is. Could you enlighten I me? I, I totally forgot. I forgot the complete <laughs> reference. I used to know, and it went out of mind. But I still, I still laugh at it every time I think of his name. Speaking of Batista, so he, he's got his own little side story going on. He wants to retire, and he, that's what, that was his whole conversation with Jamie. He wants to buy that restaurant. That's mm-hmm. so impulsive of him. Yeah. Just as impulsive as marrying La Guerta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's way impulsive. But probably a safer move. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, maybe not. He <laughs> may have to flush all of his money down the toilet. I don't know. I, I, I could see Batista behind a, behind, yeah. a, behind a counter handing burgers to people. I don't know. I'd, I'd kind of like that because Batista's like, Batista's like the one guy I don't want to die before the end of the yeah. series. I don't want him to die either. No. Like, I like him. Vince, I don't want Vince to die, but Batista, I'd rather have Batista live than Vince live. Sorry, Vince. I agree with you, but I can't see, I can't even see Masuka, uh, Vince Masuka dying either. Like, he's just, he's just in the lab all the time. Who would get to him? Like, yeah. Dexter's the only person who could, but why would Dexter kill Masuka? I could see Vince kill? taking a bullet for someone in the, in the next season or something. And Oh, prediction. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. 
I don't know. Probably some dramatic irony there. Dexter's trying to kill Vince, and he ends up taking a bullet for Dexter. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. Complete conjecture. But... That would be hilarious. No, but uh, let's go ahead and do our favorite quotes now. Oh, I think we've I... exhausted everything else. <laughs> so, I got one to start off. What are you looking for? Uh, a plant. Something planty. Plenty. <laughs> I have one that may be my favorite Deb quote of the whole series. I mean, not just not this year, but not just this season. Oh, I know what this is. When <laughs> she says, "A good theory gives me a girl boner." I liked I, it. I like that too. And I have, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Martin likes that too. <laughs> we can hear we him laughing. A, a boy there. boner. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, doesn't that normally happen? <laughs> JJ, is there something you're not telling us? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Anyway, your turn. <laughs> I believe you. Um, there was that that good line uh, we already went through. Hookers, gross. Who does that? We already did that. <laughs> um, occupational hazard. I can get pretty dirty. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that was that was pretty good. I like that one too. And, and then I got one. Um, and of course, Dexter. He says this throughout the series, but he said it twice tonight. Right? Yeah. I really need to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he really needs to Which kill Which he's someone. really going to be in bad shape by next episode. Unless... He, oh, go ahead. No, because he didn't get his He didn't get his fill. So. He, he didn't get his fill. He actually released something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he might be calm. <laughs> so yeah, there is one thing we forgot to get into with uh, with Sal, and that's how Sal and, Sal and Deb are teaming up for the Hannah case. Yes, that is really important for yeah. next time. Yeah. I didn't want to forget about that because... It, it was kind of like a funny, uh, funny comedic relief during the date when they're like, when he's like, when she, he has the evidence right there and she's like, I'll totally make out with you if you show me the evidence. It's like, wow, this is the best date ever. I would love that. <laughs> if first dates happen like that, that would be so awesome. Well, I mean, it's a first date with <laughs> Deborah Morgan. He's going to get more than a kiss anyway. <laughs> I wonder if he thought it would be that easy. To get her to make out with him. I, I oh, think, I don't think so. I think otherwise, you know, he wouldn't have gone through Dexter anyway to try to, like, ask all these questions about her. He would have yeah, just they, gone straight for her. They didn't show it, though. They didn't show the make out. That was, they didn't. Usually they like to do that. Maybe he's not going to be a romantic interest for her for very long. Maybe not. Woo! But, uh, and then there's... It would have been gratuitous to see them making out a little bit. We we got that nice payoff at the end of the episode. Yeah. So we'll oh, see. that was that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want to get into, like... Do you want to do the, oh, I have the one previews more. before in predictions, or do you want to oh, do no. them now? Well, I got I got one last quote to wrap up. Like, and I think we kind of mentioned this earlier. Is I want to take you out. Yes, yeah. on a date. That's oh. my girl for wasting mm-hmm. on a yeah. date. <laughs> <laughs> you, you always hate it when you get that in real life, though. Yeah, I want to take you out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because normally the girls think we're going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's always a yeah, bad maybe. sign when that's that's the response you get. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, uh, so uh, I don't think we have any news and gossip tonight, so don't press the button, Martin. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and, uh, if there's nothing else, let's go ahead and move into our predictions. Yes! And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. What do we got? What do we got? I'll start. Um, I think... And I think we, I may have mentioned this in the pre- our previous episodes of our show, is that I think Quinn is going to die this season. I and I mentioned it earlier, too. I think LaGuardia is going to die, too, because this feels to me like 
this is a spoiler alert, guys, by the way, but in the end of the first... Big spoiler alert. Big time spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah, alert. Do not listen if you spoiler plan on alert. reading the books ever. Spo- yeah, so regarding the books, and I just read the first book of Dexter, uh, uh, Darkly Dreaming Dexter by uh, Lindsay, uh, LaGuerta dies at the end. So I have a feeling that they're going to like revisit that, you know, or they're going to use that plot line and they're going to have LaGuerta die off this season. And I think Quinn might die too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is that is that all your predictions? That's, those are my predictions. All right. How about some JJ? I, I definitely was going to say, I think I think I said before that Quinn's number is going to be up. You just can't mess around with what he's <laughs> messing around with and expect to be okay. Um, I am still kind of hoping to see. I'm happy that Hannah is still around. And that I think I said before, I thought they were going to team up and maybe uh, have a kill. Mm. And it looks like we're going to see that within Probably the next episode will. before he kills her. Because I feel like he's got to kill her at some point. <laughs> um. I think uh, I think Nadia's gonna kill Quinn. I think that uh, Nadia. I think Deb's gonna ask Dexter to kill Hannah. Yep. I think uh, Isaac and his crew are going to take Hannah hostage and use her against Dexter. And Ooh. I think Hannah gets killed by the Ukrainians. And I think Deb helps Dexter out of a sticky situation with the Ukrainians by killing Isaac herself. Wow. Yeah, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Lots of crazy <laughs> predictions from your end, Steven. But I don't know. I really see Isaac getting killed by Deb this season. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I agree with you for now because some of my predictions have been wrong. But uh, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. You know, we'll be seeing you back here. Uh, for our AfterBuzz TV episode of Dexter next week. And it's it's a great season so far. I'm enjoying it. I know everybody else here is. Yeah, I'm loving it. And our fans, uh, don't forget to tweet us at AfterBuzz TV. Leave us comments on iTunes, on our YouTube channel, and we'll give you guys a shout-out, just like we did to a couple of fans tonight. Uh, You guys can find me at Sean underscore Overman on Twitter. Steven? Uh, You can find me at uh, Steven Lemieux. Just read that little thing underneath my name, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. That's a mouthful. Yeah, that is a mouthful. (laughs) Like, I think I have so few followers because nobody can spell my name. (laughs) And uh, JJ. I am at JJ Jurgens or at JJJurgens.com. That's so much easier. Yeah, yeah, Jurgens. Yeah, yeah, Jurgens for my German fan. Yeah, yeah, Jurgens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, guys, and we'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.